Hi everyone, it's Tash. I have missed making the show so much over the last two months. We were on such a roll and Miseducated is in the top 10% of podcasts globally on listen notes, which has given me such a great sense of accomplishment and I'm so grateful for all the support. But I do have to give you an update. I want to be honest with you about, you know, why I haven't been making episodes for the last two months and I had to take a break. Um... So just want to give a really big trigger warning. I'm about to discuss sexual assault, rape, violence, and sexual violence. So if you don't want to hear about that, then yeah. So about two, three months ago now, I was in Mexico and I'd been staying in Oaxaca with some friends and I was having a really great trip and, you know, my friends left town and I was just um, alone for the week and... It was a Wednesday morning and I was going for a run in this park that I'd been to many times. And it was kind of ironic actually, because I was like, got to the top of the hill. I was having one of those like millennial crisis moments where I was like, what am I doing with my life? Like what, somebody give me a sign, you know, from the universe basically. And it was a, a clearing area like at the top with a beautiful view over the whole city. And I was looking out over the view and reflecting. Um, and I turned around and there was a man walking towards me, um, it was like just me and him and I realized that he was masturbating like he's just masturbating as he's walking towards me and you know I've lived in cities before so it's not the first time unfortunately that I've seen a dude masturbating on the street so I tried to walk around him he was like closer to the path and so I was had to kind of walk towards him to go around him and then as I was was doing that and I was trying to just you know calmly leave um I realized that he had a gun in his other hand and I kind of just realized then in that moment um yeah your brain just goes into a completely different place and I I vaguely considered like falling off of the hillside on you know all these other options but because of the gun it just really added that level of ridiculous crazy violence to it um and he's like approaching me and I was trying to tell whether or not he was like on drugs but he was just basically started speaking to me in Spanish and he was like, he like cocks the gun. So it's like ready. And he's like, get on the ground, like pull your pants down. Like we're going to have sex right now. And I fully switched on and went into like hyper negotiating mode because I realized that I knew that at that moment that if he raped me in the park, it would have messed me up, like literally fucked me up for a very, very long time. It would. I just couldn't actually face what that would be like. So at that point in the conversation, I didn't know what to do. And I realized that I only had two things on me at the time. I didn't have my phone. All I had was my hotel key and 500 pesos. It's about 25 US dollars, but it's worth something, um, you know, to maybe somebody in Mexico. And so I said to him, like, tengo una otra idea, I have another idea. I'm negotiating with him in Spanish and I'm like, I'm gonna give you this money and you're gonna promise not to touch me and we're gonna walk out of the park and you know, we can be friends, I can give you my phone number, like trying to defuse the situation. And he was like, oh, you have 500 pesos? I was like, yeah, 500 pesos, I'll give you this money, 500 pesos. So I give him the money. And then at that point, the gun was like face down towards the ground. So it wasn't like he was holding it back up to my head. But I knew that at any moment, if he had said like, oh no, like this is really going to happen. We're going to fuck right now in the park. Like I would have definitely had to have done it. Um, and so 
then he kept you know kind of looking over my shoulder he was like come on quickly like let's just do it and I was like 500 pesos that the 500 pesos like I gave you 500 pesos as if 25 dollars was an amount of money that I cared about um and eventually he just like gave up and decided to walk away um and then as I was leaving, obviously, like, I kept looking over my shoulder because I was worried that he would just, like, shoot me in the back of the head, like, as I was leaving. Because um, he didn't really owe me anything at that point. And so then I just walked down the hill and I walked away. And the whole experience of that has left me with a lot of PTSD. I had to get a therapist who specializes in sexual trauma. I had to start doing yoga to reconnect with my body. And I didn't feel safe for like weeks and weeks after it. And also read the, bo- the book called The Body Keeps the Score because there's just so much that you have to learn about trauma when something like this happens to you and you actually have to process it. And it takes a long time to even recover is is recovery a word you know like are we trying to get back to where I was before or am I permanently changed by this it's really difficult to say once something traumatic like this happens to you um you just see sexual violence and trauma everywhere and when I tell people my story they respond really positively in terms of you know their support and everything but they also feel connected to me and they feel like they can open up about their stories and you would be surprised the amount of um, sexual violence and trauma, trauma that people have experienced. And even, you know, men, women, um, people of all genders and sexualities have experienced these kinds of things. So in a way, it's made me much more vigilant. Um, there's some things that I want to write about when it comes to sexual assault and boundaries, especially as women, how we putting up those boundaries asserting them and feeling more autonomy over our bodies because I think after someone somebody tries to rape you at gunpoint it's almost like nothing that a guy at a party could do could scare me and so I'm I'm very defensive now about not being touched in ways that I don't want to be touched and um, that's something that I feel very strongly about is helping and empowering women especially to assert our boundaries when it comes to our bodies and there's probably a lot more that I could go into about this. I've already been speaking for five minutes. So as you can tell, it's something that I'm increasingly passionate about. But unfortunately, I fortunately and unfortunately, I think it will come to, you know, show itself um, in my work. I've just been reflecting a lot on the experience um, over the last two months, and it's given me a lot of motivation. And I think it's really made me more motivated to combat violence towards women, especially when these things happen to you and they're really not your fault. Um, And then as the victim or the survivor as well, you have to deal with the after effects. Like I had to take two weeks off of work, etc. But one thing that my therapy has really helped me rediscover, and many of you don't know this, was that I actually wrote a novel for seven years from the ages of 13 to 20. And it has been sitting in my Dropbox for like 60 years. And I always assumed that one day I would publish it, but I wanted to, you know, have some kind of business career or whatever first, whatever that means. But this whole traumatic experience has 
basically broken down this wall and this barrier within myself that I had put up for so long about my desire and my want to publish this book. And so, you know, in the meantime, while I haven't been working on the podcast, I've been typing up the manuscript instead. It's a story set in London, my hometown, and that's really brought me back into a sense of myself. Um, So that's been great. And I want to make an audio book out of it at some point once I finish the story. So I would love your support going forwards. And with the podcast, I still have a lot of stories saved up on so many cool things and people, authors, psychologists, you know, survivors of different um, experiences that I really want to share with you. And what happened to me has just kind of made me want to focus more and figure out how I can better affect change in the world. But I really just needed a break for a while. So I'm, I'm so grateful for your patience and yeah hopefully I can share some amazing stories soon and in the meantime I hope you guys are happy healthy getting vaccinated if that's an option for you if not staying safe and spending time with your family members as the summer comes so lots of love bye (laughs) 